the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the show. Uh, our, our, our show is all about building up wealth. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. And it always starts out with putting away at least 10% plus your company match in your uh, retirement plan. Exciting things. They're actually... Uh, Working on passing a law through Congress now, the a new savings plan, a new a new retirement uh, package is going to come out, which is going to allow uh, small businesses to have four hundred one k plans and put them together with other f- small businesses, and uh, and that's going to allow uh, many other companies to sit there and and put together four hundred one k plans to expand. I think the four hundred one k plan has been one of the best. Savings and retirement vehicles, actually wealth building vehicles, uh, the country's ever seen. I mean, outside of a house, I don't think anything else has built more wealth than the four hundred one k plan. And of course, the danger is the government's going to want to get get a hold of it. But I think I think we've since the four hundred one k plan is in your own name, it's really hard for them to do that. There are going to be a few changes. Uh, it looks like there maybe might uh, kick the uh, the the uh the RMD for uh for retirees above age 70 and a half move that age up to possibly 72 we're waiting to see on that uh the uh, the bill has not been finalized yet the other thing that's a little bit controversial is is they're going to take the 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 401k the beneficiary uh, IRAs and what they're going to do is is, is they're going to require you to take the money out over 10 years and that that we'll see whether that goes through or not uh, this is something we've had a lot of questions about Roth IRAs and my theory with the Roth IRA in particular, and this is a completely related to that, but uh, is is that I don't think they're going to sit around and let these Roth IRAs infinitely uh, collect money or grow money tax-free. And so uh, I, I still think of everything, that 401k and then the IRA, IRA rollover are the best ways to go just based on tax advantages. And I think it seems like the most logical solution to navigate through uh, what's going to be increased government regulation, increased government taxation in the future to protect your assets. And this is something we're actually doing some work on 
uh, is is I, I I think the problem you have in the world today is particularly the United States of America is the uh, is is the taxation in the government. The government has gotten so expensive and and uh, and costly. That that they're increasingly struggling to find ways to, to to tax people more and more, and I think going forward, increasingly investments and everything else are going to have to be made on a tax efficient basis. Uh, and this is something that even even your life overall, because particularly with big data and the internet and everything else, they'll be able to. You know, they're talking now about possibly putting a a mileage tax on in place of a gas tax because of the electric cars. Uh, you see it with tollways. You see it with the, you know some of these little towns coming up with these speed cameras and stoplight cameras. And if you don't stop on the line, they give you a fine. It, it, it's just, I mean, it, 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 the the temptation is so massive for government to 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 turn their operations into profit centers where they you know they they give themselves big 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 uh, wage you know well very good uh, wage packages and then massive benefits and retiring at 50 55 years old uh it's just one thing after another the it, the, it, the it, and the, and the real battle going forward is going to be how do we keep the government out of out of out of people's pockets and in a uh, if you look at the here's the fascinating if you look at individuals if you look at corporations they they they're constantly wor- working to cut costs uh become more efficient and 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 if you look at at government, they, there, there's no there's no in a, in a recession, companies have to cut back, lay people off. If if business slows down, more competition comes in. They got to get leaner. They got to do something. Uh, if they, if people don't get a raise, or if they get laid off, or their hours get cut back, they got to cut back. In government, it's just keep the money just keeps coming. If they have the shortfall, they borrow more money. If if you look at government buildings, uh. You know, I was driving past. This is the worst, the most egregious example is the Federal Reserve, you know, has this uh, uh, palace that looks like uh, something uh, out of uh, King Solomon sitting over there on Allen Parkway because they can have all the money. They can spend it however they want. If you look at if you look at most corporations, they tend to be pretty cost efficient in their building and their things uh, and what they're doing because they just don't have infinite amounts of money. And it's the same thing. Where, where if if if, if uh, government builds something, it gets awful expensive, awful quick. If corporate America or individuals build things, they tend to be at the most efficient, cost-effective way. And, and, and I think this is one of the big battles going forward is just how do you sit there and protect your assets from taxation? And how do you live a lifestyle that's going to be tax-efficient? And that is one of the keys that you've not heard of is uh, how do you live a tax-efficient lifestyle? In the future, it's going to be more and more important to do that because they're going to come up with more and more ways to somehow tax you, fee you, charge you in one form or fashion to sit there and get money. And and, and I think this is one of the things we're going to continue to work on at Max Out Savings Advisors, probably put together some Max Out Savings reports along these lines. Uh, Back in the in the seventies, you know, that was a big thing is how to avoid taxes. The tax rates were much higher. Uh you had seventy percent tax rates and so you would do things to sit there and create tax deductions. I remember we have in the eighties you'd have something well if you invest fifty thousand dollars down you can take a two hundred thousand dollar deduction on your real estate investment or whatever. And so people would do those type of things to minimize their taxes. It's harder now. Taxes have gone lower, but the fees the property taxes, the the uh, all types of uh, charges, uh, tolls, and everything else out there, 
it, it's going to get worse and worse, and and so it's going to be more and more important to live a a, a tax efficient lifestyle. So we're gonna that's one of the things we're going to be working on. But anyway, so back to the subject. I digress a little bit. Some big changes are going to be happening in the next couple months with retirement uh, benefits. We're going to keep you informed on that subject. Uh, but uh, if you have any questions, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070, which is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can also listen uh, anywhere in the world on the Internet, uh, going to 1070KNTH's uh, website, and uh, hit the Listen Live button, and you can catch us live. And then after Tuesday or so, uh, we also have podcasts. If you go to the website, too, there's podcasts. So we have people listening all over the world now. We have, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's developed a pretty big following. So uh, you can participate just right now by calling in to 713-339-1070. Uh, this week, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, this week was just, uh, it was like one thing after another uh, with the uh with 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 the markets, uh, it, it really started out with the. Uh, okay, it's actually I pulled the website up as we're talking. AM ten seventy the answer is the website. AM ten seventy answer. Now, if you're like me, you just Google KNTH and it comes up too. But uh, it started out with the uh, with the uh, Democratic debate, which was just I, I I was able to turn that on literally for five minutes and couldn't believe what I was hearing in turn. It was like a Star Wars bar scene. That was pretty. I felt I actually felt sorry for those people. I mean, and how CNN handled it. I think it was really designed to minimize all the pe- all the uh, all, all the candidates so they can get their you know they can bring Michelle Obama back in and you know it was just horrific. But you know it is kind of what it is. Uh, and then it went on to the to the uh, Federal Reserve meeting, and then in the the news out of China. We're going to be talking a lot about this on the show here today. Bit, really big big moves this week. A lot happened, and we're going to really be covering this. But tell you what, let's take a call from Randy. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Long week. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, it is. It's been a long hot summer, but uh, you're trying to open a can of worms here. Uh, I got a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, the bond market. And uh, I agree with you on this uh, taxes and fees. The government, they're going to, uh, they, they like to tax every penny of cash flow they possibly get their hands on and then uh, just, just waste it. There's no efficiency in government. And, uh, and uh, yeah. gov- government basically produces nothing. They're just a dead weight loss on on society, as far as well. In, in theory, they they govern and they and they set the rules and the boundaries and and supply the basic, you know, services. Uh, but it's kind of gotten away from that. And yeah. framers are the, the the framers are rolling over in their graves. This is not what they envisioned at all. I don't think. No, no. Uh. Uh-uh. By the way, on the. Uh, I noticed the other day when the Federal Reserve came out, and uh, we had a, a big, a big jump in the and uh, the yields went down, but bond prices values went way up. I made about five thousand dollars that afternoon just just with bond values going up. How do you think that trend is going to continue? I, I tell you what, I mean, uh, there seemed to be a real risk off thing to that trade. I, look, I, I think rates are, are slowly going to go lower in here. Uh, until something uh it's going to continue until we get some type of currency volatility and then once that currency volatility comes in i think that's going to start pushing some rates around until then everybody thinks they got a free ride in in and 
and, and so I, I think it, I think it continues for a while. But the problem you run into is I I just don't see how economy recovers with zero interest rates or negative interest rates. No, I hope we're not going there. They're going to dig us into a hole just like they've got in Europe, and uh, it's done nothing for them. They just can't figure it out. I don't. Think. Oh yeah, no, no. They're the Europe's in trouble. Europe looks like it's heading to a recession. Well, I just. I think I made a little money in the stocks. They kind of held in there okay, but the bond market's just going, you know, uh, bananas. And uh, so I've been looking at it. I just sort all my bond assets in uh, terms of descending order of value, and I'm starting to think about selling some bonds. Normally I don't. I hold them to a majority. But they've gone up about um, maybe 10% in the last year in the corporate, so I'm starting to think about selling them. You think I ought to begin to lighten them up? Uh, I, I think uh, particularly in the corporate market, if it, if it's closer to the triple B and stuff, I would be. The triple yeah. Bs and below. Well, I moved into some of the A's, but yes, I got a lot of triple Bs. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start selling bonds, I think, and uh, uh, I just can't any reason to hold them. Uh, hey, look, here, here's my thinking on this. If, if 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 the economy slows down, we go into recession, those triple B bonds, you're going to see the spreads widen anyway, so I don't think there's going to be a, a tremendous amount to gain unless the Federal Reserve just starts buying bonds at that point in time. You know, you basically better just start preparing for socialism. Yeah. Well, they've, they've gone they've gone way over par. I'm going to start selling them. And, uh, well, I tell you, if, if President Trump gets reelected, we might be safe for another four years, but sooner or later, the commies and the communists in the Democratic Party are going to get in there, and I think they're going to ruin the country. Well, how it's going to? Yeah, I think I think it plays out with China and how the how how the slowdown happens. Uh, you know, it, 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 it depends on how it all all plays out. I mean, I I think we're really closer to this is really a repeat of the 1930s and the 1940s, and you had the a big slowdown, and you had the world war. And in this case, wars are fought on the on the trade trade front, and that's what we're dealing with. And, and so, yeah. well, I think we're just heading in the wrong direction. Well, we live in interesting times. So, yeah, I think uh, it's going to get interesting, you, Randy. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks. Uh, yeah, if you got any other questions, we had a call drop off seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll be happy to get your questions answered. Uh, tell you what, we're coming up here in a break, and uh, if you uh, uh, if you haven't gone to the website, go to the website. We're going to be writing the Max Out Savings Report again, explaining what's happening, uh, talking about all these issues. It's a free report. You can also sign up uh, to go sit down with me, and we'll go over your financial situations. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. So we caught the land in Nashville To find the finest break And make a home And make a home That's a train flew out of Boston This whole world passed him by He said I spent a lifetime running And now's my time to try I can't find someone The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your town. Have you heard about this Google camp in Italy last this week? This was a fascinating story. I just could not. Well, I no, this was so, believe me, this was actually so typical. It's the, the Google has Google camp, which they've invited like 100, 100 something people, a couple hundred people. And so basically it, it, it's all be, you know, the A-list actors, uh, Prince Harry gets invited, Barack Obama uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the a bunch of pr- movie producers and, and people like that, influencers around the world to talk about it, the environment. And, and so they all go fly into Italy. It's off of Sicily in a fancy hotel resort. It, it, and so 107 private jets take off from L.A. to ferry all these people over there to talk about global warming and CO2 and how the world is going to end in 10 to 12 years and we're all going to die off and we need to start moving to higher ground. It, it, utterly astonishing to me that this stuff goes on. Uh, it, 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 the, the, the idea that these people are, are lecturing the rest of us about environment and saving the planet and they're flying around on private jet. Oh, and then there was like several, there was numerous hundred, two, three, four hundred plus foot yachts anchored in the harbor. They they tooled up in those things as well. And then they want the rest of us to tool around in a little electric Yurgos or something. And, and while they're, I mean, the arrogance of these people is just breathtaking. Now, let me tell you, a quick, real quick story. Hang on the phone, Oscar. Be right with you here. Uh, okay, here's another. This is another group of people trying to save the environment. Here we have uh, the country of Ethiopia. Ethiopia is planting 200 million trees this week to try to uh, combat deforestation in in uh, in uh, Ethiopia. 
yeah, their tree planting campaign, they're going to try to put 4 billion trees uh, this year in Ethiopia. But they've had a lot of deforestation. So far, more than 2.6 billion trees have been planted in parts, all parts of the East African nation. Uh, and what they're doing is is uh, less than 4% of the land is now forced, a sharp decline from 30, 30% in the 19th century. Ethiopia is doing something about the environment. Ethiopia is doing something about global warming because trees convert CO2 to oxygen, which we breathe as human beings. Meanwhile, we have these jackasses at Google and the rest of the of the uh, elite class running around on, on uh, private jets telling the rest of us what to do, where the Ethiopians are the ones leading on environmental change. Anyway, uh, tell you what, let's take a call from Oscar here. Hey, Oscar, how you doing? So real good. Hey, Ted, this uh, dollar squeeze, how serious is it? I think it's already hit the, the high end, uh, the, the very high end homes already. How 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 bad is it compared to two hundred eight as an example? Uh, wait, now what was it? A do you said a, what type of freeze? Uh, I'm talking about the dollar squeeze. Oh, squeeze! Well, dollars worldwide. I mean, how bad? Uh, look, it? I think on the high end in real estate. What's happening is you got a, a lot of people uh, around the world which aren't coming to the United States as much, partic- right. particularly out of China. An enormous number of Chinese have bought homes in Houston, and so. That's slowing down the higher-end market to some extent. Look, I think there's a lot of action in real estate. I think real estate is extremely hot. I think the house flipping is pretty much of, uh, and, you know, fixing the house up and flipping is pretty much of a mania out there. So I, I think you're going to see over the next couple of years real estate slow some, definitely. Yeah, yeah but uh, I'm talking about, generally speaking, not only the housing industry. I'm talking about this crisis, which is a currency crisis also. How, how 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 bad do you see it? Well, the, the dollar squeeze the dollar squeeze is really demand because a lot of of even even in China a lot of countries have borrowed companies have borrowed in dollars around the world and and, and they are tight. I mean, if you notice uh, on the Thursday meeting at the Federal Reserve uh, was it Wednesday the uh, the they they cut the rate a quarter point, but they also move forward the within two months where they're going to ending the the uh buying of the bonds so they're what they're trying to do is is they, they've been shrinking their balance sheet that is ending two months early and they're going to try to push more money into the system the dollar squeeze oscar is really overseas that's where the real problem is and that's why you're seeing our dollar continue to push higher no i agree with you it's, it's, it's mostly an overseas thing and uh, uh but do you see it uh where Look, I, I think what's going to slow the buyback things is two things. Uh, a, a, a slowdown in the economy. We're already seeing it overseas in China in particular and Europe. If the U.S. starts slowing down, their earnings are going to drop. That's going to squeeze their buyback program. And the other thing is uh, a lot of the – if you look at the debt levels, and we've written about this some in the Max Out Savings Report, in corporate America, it's near record high debt levels, in some cases record high debt. And so a lot of these guys are getting near the end of their balance sheet – uh, expansion ability, and so what they're going to have to do is back it down some. I mean, I, I think this, I think this stock buyback program stuff is just, you know, gotten to be absurd when you're running around buying back stock at thirty, forty times earnings. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're buying, stock, they're buying stock that's over, well, that's overpriced. 
but at a certain point, that's that's not going to be that's not going to work out too well, right? No, no. Look, I think it's slowing down. This is it. We'll probably do a trillion dollars worth of stock buybacks this year. It'll be a record year. But I look, business is clearly slowing down. It's hitting the manufacturers pretty badly. Uh, some other guys are, are are in trouble, and I and I think you're going to see some slowdown. And they've been buying an awful lot of stock back at high prices. If this market has a substantial correction or even a pretty good correction, a lot of these guys are going to be stuck with stock they bought at a lot higher levels. I mean, look at Dell Computer was a classic example. They loaded the bulk, uh, stock at at you know thirty thirty five dollars a share, and ultimately the company gets taken over at fifteen. I mean, what good did that do? Yeah. Thank you, Ted. Okay, thanks, Oscar. Good point. Look, I think I think the, the, the stock buybacks are pretty much gotten out of control. And I think the stock buybacks are one of the things that have really walked up the stock market. And and and, and I think that's kind of coming to an end. Look, a lot happened this week. There's as we said, we started out with the Democratic uh debates, which just reminded people there's an election coming up. You know, I, I was joking this week that come the first Tuesday of November, I'm gonna set up a polling booth somewhere and I'm going to sit there, put some signs out for Trump and come up with a Democratic candidate to vote for. And I promise you people will show up to vote because they think the election's in November with as much action going on in the presidential uh, race. That the, I mean, this is it's well over a year away. And, and, I mean, it would not surprise. I, I promise you if you poll people that there's a certain good percentage you're going to think, well, it's obviously going to be come November the way. The debates are going and everything else, but uh, but but then we had the we had the Federal Reserve meeting. They're 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 uh, as we just mentioned, they, they they cut rates a quarter point, but they also moved in. They're going to quit shrinking their balance sheet two months early, which is a really big deal um, because there's a dollar shortage, uh, dollars at record high levels. And then the the big thing this week also was that uh, uh, that they the uh, they met with the Chinese in uh, in Shanghai, I believe, and. Uh, led by uh, a team of Americans, led by uh, President uh, by uh, Tr- Secretary Mnuchin, and basically the meeting lasted lasted a half day. Broke up. They flew back to Washington. They reported to the president, and it really was a pretty bad meeting. And uh, they're not buying our our agricultural products like they said they were going to. And uh, we didn't. They didn't. The Chinese didn't get a deal on the Huawei they wanted to. And so the president stuck another ten percent a tariff on three hundred billion dollars worth of goods. Now this was important for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, it, it's the next. It's it's three hundred billion of products that weren't tariff. These are mostly consumer products like Apple computer things like that that, that they've kind of held off on. A lot of what they originally hit was industrial products that were key to either our our national defense or something else. Now they're moving in industrial products. It was unexpected, and it also sent a signal that really these trade talks are really not going well at all. We, we wrote we wrote about this a year and a half over a year and a half ago. At the time, you know, the, the pundits were all over uh, the media talking about a trade tiff, uh, you know, a, a little a trade dust up. And we said, no, this is a trade war. It's going to last a lot longer than anybody thinks. In, in in China, we have major major problems with China. That back at the time, nobody believed it. And here we are, uh, over a year and a half later. We're dealing with China still. Uh, it, it, it's a difficult thing. I mean, I, I think you got a couple things going. The the establishment in Washington, I believe, supports Donald Trump, as we've been saying, and you're now starting to hear about that as well, because they recognize that China is a threat to the United States of America. A lot of these guys privately for a number of years have believed it, but every time they stuck their head up and said, hey, China's a problem, the, the Chamber of Commerce 
or corporate America would go smash them down and say, no, 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 we're getting business there. Don't say a word. Well, Trump has finally given these people a say. And we're talking people in in the Commerce Department. We're talking people in defense. We're talking people, the establishment in Washington, they are very concerned about China. The other thing that's happening is that the problem, the more we look into China, the worse it gets. And then the other thing is... China's economy is in trouble. We've written about this extensively over the years in the Max Out Saving Report about the debt levels in China. They're now over 350% of GDP and, and getting worse. They, they're, they're, their companies are over-indebted. They have massive numbers of, of projects, uh, the proverbial uh, bridge-to-nowhere projects over there, in uh, empty buildings, empty cities. And, and and so President Xi goes, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to move back to more hardline communism, okay? We're enough of capitalism like this is a communist country. We're going to run it like a communist country, and it's going to be a centrally managed economy, you know, like Russia, Cuba, places like that. And so keep in mind, China exploded in growth by opening the country up to capitalism, a little bit of quasi, you know, not really democracy, but there were more you could criticize and do things. All of that's coming to an end. And so China is in big trouble. President Xi made a mistake. Okay, he's going to find out that no communist, the only country in the world that is a democratic capitalist system. We're the ones that have outdone everybody. We came from absolutely nothing. The Chinese love to talk about their 5,000 years of history. We got 250 years of history. and We basically have blown everyone on the planet away during that entire time. And the reason is because of our free market system, our democracy, our constitution and rule of law, none of which China has. So China is in trouble. And so the economy's getting worse. Now, people think, oh, China's slowing down because of the trade war. No, China's slowing down because they're going back to hardline communism. Now, if you're President Xi, you're sitting over there going, hmm, this is not going well. What do I do? He's arrested numerous people, throwing them in jail. People just disappear over there. They're worried. They're frightened. So he... So here comes Donald Trump causing a trade war. He can blame the whole thing on Donald Trump. So President Xi, I don't believe, really wants a settlement to the trade war because it gives him an excuse that it's a war. We had, It's kind of like a wag the dog thing over there where, where he's going to try to sit there and blame all the problems of China on the United States of America. So I, I think it's going to be a tougher deal. So we had this week, we had, you know, this came out of nowhere. Donald Trump put these these. Uh, the 10% thing on the market was up a couple hundred points. It reversed down 400 points at one time, a 600-point reversal. But a little bit more worrisome with the whole situation is is oil. Oil dropped 7%. And, uh, that you know, that was, to me, uh, that was a little bit of surprise. And, and, and it went from 58 to $54 in one day. Well, look, China's not going to slow down because of the trade war. Yeah, the economy might slow some a little for oil, but it shouldn't have dropped 7%. What that tells me is these big hedge funds, these big, huge money managers, and these big investment banks, the word went out, oh, my God, reduce exposure. And so they went right across asset classes across the board and reduced risk, not exposure, reduced risk. It, 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 and I think it was a pretty big thing. If you look at the... Uh, uh, the ten-year rate fell five percent, over five percent in one day. The yield fell five percent. Uh, it's down to one at one eighty-five, one eighty-six, uh, uh, one point eight six. It was it, it was well over two percent, a little over two percent a couple days before that. So, uh, people rushed to safety of U.S. government bonds. They reduced risk. 
it in 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 the markets were down. I mean, if you look at the Nasdaq, it ended up down three point nine percent on the week. So, I I I don't think this was just a flash in the pan. I, I think it's a little bit a start of something a little bit bigger because the, I I think people are going to have to kind of. You got ten percent coming in a lot of products <clears throat> that are going into Walmart and Home Depot and places like that. So they got a choice: do they raise the price or do they just kind of accept some uh, somewhat of a some pro- little bit of a profit erosion, or do, or do the Chinese just cut the cost ten percent? I think it's going to be a uh, a combination of the Chinese are are going to reduce their their prices a little bit. I think the these companies are going to reduce their profit margins a little bit, and I think they're going to increase prices a little bit. So. So I think you've got a lot of companies out there that, that they're having to, in, in some industrial companies, that there are no more tariffs, but but clearly this is going to go on longer than people thought. They're going to have to adjust numbers. And so a lot of these stocks, I think, are going to be having to look at their numbers cut. And, and so I think we're going into the fall here. We're going into a ferocious is as ferocious political season as we've seen probably since 1968 in uh, next year for the presidential campaign you've got germany in in a in an economic slowdown clearly over there and our pmi dropped to about 44.9 percent which is just not really good the chicago pmi so yeah people watch that and if the pmi is under 50 that means a little bit of a slowdown now the good news is the consumers very optimistic. We have 3.7% unemployment. We created an additional 164,000 jobs, which is exciting. And the consumer is about two-thirds of the economy in the United States of America, unlike most countries. So our economy is doing pretty good. We're in good shape. I think our stock market, you've got to be very concerned about in here. And and, and I think you've got to be uh, – I think you want to look at some stuff – Pull back. I think you should have higher levels of cash, which is what we've got for our clients. I, I do think you need to be cautious in this world in here because something has clearly changed. And 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 once the Fed cut rates, I sort of saw, talked to him at the time. I said, look, there's really nothing after this that can you know the earnings are just about done. They're having to pull them back some. There's really no good news out there. It, 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 and now with the with the with the trade war, it's even less. So I think this is a concern. I think you have to be cautious. Now, I tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy right here on the Max Out Savings Show. We could stay here forever, just holding on. We both had our reasons, but our reasons are gone. Baby, it's a hard way. It's an eternity. Got the life that we wanted, not the love that we The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. 
Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you haven't had a chance to go to the website, uh, go to our maxoutsavings.com website. Sign up for our free report. It is completely free. goes out once a month. And uh, I'll be sending one out here shortly. Uh, the... And also, if you would like an appointment, you can request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you, and we'll take a look at your financial situation, see how you're set for retirement, and we'll show you how we manage money using kind of our, our value investing approach that we developed over the years. We do a lot of risk work uh, to kind of to protect your assets in these very volatile markets. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Uh, you can also call us, 713-339-1070. The markets, again, you just saw a complete sell-off in the market after the uh, – it, the market was kind of – was going up. Uh, the Fed cut rates. It went up. And then uh, Powell talked, and, and he said, look, this isn't a start of a, of, of a you know, massive rate cut cycle to zero. And the, and the market was shocked. They're like, whoa, we thought things rates were going to zero. It, 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 and so that knocked the market down, and then it, it, it further when uh, President Trump cut the rates the next day, or cut the put installed the tariffs on the three hundred billion, we we saw it continue really to start selling off, and uh, the market, looking at the, at the technical picture when these declines, you really want to kick over to that that sector. Uh, the it, it really. It held the fifty-day moving average in in most of these in in most of these these markets. It really pulled above uh, the fifty-day. Uh, in some cases, it re- re- traded right on the fifty-day for the close, which was really surprising. And uh, and they brought them up at the last minute to hold the fifty-day. I look. I, I, I'm not sure these markets are going to hold for very long. I I, I think we're going to go lower. Uh, I I think you could be looking at a test of the June lows. And I think you just have to be very careful in, in, in this environment. I, 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 this, if you look at this trade deal, 
it's probably much worse than than thinking. I, I I think there's a possibility sometime in the next two or three weeks they come back and get a deal with to sell more grain and and and, and get a, a thing with with Huawei and then try to extend out the uh uh so we maybe agree to do with business with Huawei in certain areas and they agree to buy more grains from us, uh, but. But really, you've got a very expensive stock market. You have a global slowdown outside of the United States. It's pretty clear. You've got uh, the valuations in the United States stock market compared to the rest of the world are at 50-year highs right now. And and so I, I, if, you, if you look at it based on a price to earnings, uh, price to cash flow, price to sales, it, it just is, is, is at the top end, well, you know, 99, 2007 in now market and and so the i think you just have to be cautious in here overall and what we've been sort of highlighting is different areas that we think are good better places to be you know, we we were looking at the 1 to 2 3 year bonds here uh the number of months back uh we've been talking about them for probably 6 months uh we we've been taught uh in our most recent max savings report back in June we 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 said look this is the next leg up in the bull market we wrote about the bull market uh you know one of our first or second max out savings report back in 2002 first time we ever wrote the report or second time uh Ben Bernanke did a speech. He wasn't even Fed chairman at the time, and he made the case. He goes, look, if it gets bad, we have a helicopter, and we can throw money out of the helicopter. And it's called his famous helicopter speech. At that point in time, I said, look, this is the start of a 20-year bull market, which is going to go to the very beginning of 2023. And it went from about... 300 something up to $1,800 with gold. It's back down. It, it's had a wall that it's not been able to get through around 1300 over the last six years. It, 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 it's it been a trading range with the peak. It broke out of the trading range and we wrote about it at the time and said, look, this is the start of the next move up. And we also saw all the central banks in the world are now starting to cut rates and inject money into the system. And, and so I think it, the gold is, is is the next. We're in the in the, the the final stage of the bull market in gold, or the next leg up in, and which I think is going to carry over the new oh, and go to new highs. But if you look at gold this week, uh, if you look at gold, it was up thirty eight dollars, uh, in in which is pretty good, up two point seven percent, which is fantastic. If you look at the S and P, it was down over three. The Nasdaq was down almost four percent. Uh, interest rates fell, so uh, bonds went up some. But in the past, over the last number of years, every time the market sold off, gold and silver sold off. Silver sold off a little today, but go, uh, this week gold went up, and I think silver's going to catch up. That that again, that's a fundamental change we're seeing happening. And, and the the other thing that that's unique, what we're seeing, the change that's happening in this market is is the leaders, the tech sector, have all doing phenomenally well, hitting new highs. It's going great. If you look underneath it, the manufacturers are hitting lows, and uh, industrials are lows, and and they're at reasonable valuations. This, we saw exactly the same thing in in uh, the the tech bubble in 1999. Massive uh, PEs on Lucent, Yahoo, Cisco, 80, 90, 100, 120 time PEs. And then you could buy Ingersoll Rand at 11 times P.E. And it, it's very similar today uh, with, with some of this stuff out there. And, and and so we felt like the better buys were there and we were proven right. We we stayed away from buying Cisco for, I want to say, two years. And it just kept going down. And people kept saying, hey, we need to buy this. You got to buy this. And we said, no, no, no. And and I think the same thing uh, is going to happen this time. And, and, and so 
eventually the tech is going to roll over. The tech sector's got a lot more competition coming in. Uh, the government's going after them on antitrust. The United States is investigating for antitrust. The Europeans are investigating for antitrust. There's privacy issues. And as we've talked a lot in the show, the privacy issues we believe are a bigger deal for technology than the antitrust. The antitrust, they'll just kind of, the, the privacy is where they're making all their money. They're making all their money basically violating your privacy and selling your personal life. And and the people are just only yeah, and the worst offender is Facebook uh, with this and Google's not far behind and and, and we're, people are starting to recognize this and so this is something that that we're seeing here and, and so and the valuations are very high so so right now the tech is down uh, the 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 manufacturing's down technology's very high uh, industrial companies are down uh, agricultural companies all those type of things and then. The tech is up here, and the tech is going to be under Google and Facebook don't do much business in China, but Apple does a lot of business in China. Microsoft does business in China. The chip companies do big. There's a lot of people that do a lot of business in China, and so they're being somewhat hurt, and so uh, and they'll be hurt in tech sector because of the China thing as well. So I, I think what's, this is something we want to continue to watch. I, th- I think you've got to have your your risk play, uh, you know, your risk protection in place in here. Uh, you know, we 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 we've got a lot of cash. We've got shorter term bonds. Uh, I, I still think there's risk in corporate. I think uh, the, the the amount of leverage. Uh, Chairman Powell talked at, at the press conference about this. They talked a lot about the leverage around the world, and all these guys always stop when they get to corporate America and go, "Well, we're a little concerned. We have a problem there." Same with the IMF. Same same thing with Bank of International Settlements. They all they're all concerned about corporate debt. Yeah, and 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 the bad thing about the corporate debt in the United States, a lot of it is being used to fund stock buyback programs. It's one thing if you put a bunch of, put in a bunch of debt to install a fiber optic network, and it ultimately becomes profitable. It's another thing if you have overvalued stock and you put all that money in, and it basically can all go up in smoke. So this is something we want to watch. Now, tell you what, coming up here on a quick break. Uh, actually, coming to the end of the show, uh, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here. This is the last segment of the show. The, uh, hit the We're talking again a little earlier about, the, uh, about, about that Google camp where they had all these, you know, 100, 200 Google uh, Ex- corporate executives and uh, a lot of of A list movie people, directors, uh, Prince Harry, Barack Obama, uh, you know, the musicians, they all showed up. Uh, you know, the influencers in the world, a lot of social influencers, to go to Google's camp so they could be lectured on the environment. And and as we talked about, they had they counted. I want to say a hundred and seven or a hundred fourteen planes, which flew in. Private jets flew over from L.A. over to Italy to land at the airport to, to give these people so they could all lecture the re- learn how to lecture the rest of us in the world about the dangers of climate change. And it, and it was really very—they got a lot of negative criticism about this. And I, I, I'm on a couple levels, Sergio Brin and his partner over there, I mean, the idea that these people— these people controlled the logarithm uh, the rhythms that that handled the uh that 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 
control search in the United States. And we're coming up to a political campaign coming up that's going to be ferociously fought on the Internet and social media. I think Zuckerberg was rumored invited. Uh, Bill Gates was there. All these people. And here these people were espousing a political agenda when they're at the absolute epicenter of the political race going forward. And they should have tried to be as 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 even keeled as possible. Instead, they're doubling down. They're firing conservative workers at Google. And look, I mean, quite frankly, the the Russians are a choir boys compared to Google, to Sergio Brin and the other, uh, what's his name, the, the other guy running it. These people can absolutely manipulate the American people. And they should, we should pay tremendous amounts of attention to them. There should be investigations. And if they deviate and, and influence any elections, there should be consequences. Because we cannot let Google allow Google to pick the president of the United States. They're materially, materially more powerful than the Russians. I mean, the Russians, no comparison whatsoever. And, and, and the idea that they set up this camp is really kind of disturbing. It's like, what are you people doing over there? And then we we see one uh, conservative uh, uh, software engineer after another at Google that gets fired because of his political beliefs. I mean, that's fundamentally un-American. I mean, I could see if you were a communist or something— but if you're just because you believe in the Republican Party or just because you have conservative beliefs and you can't work for a major corporation, how are we allowing that in the United States of America? And then we pointed out the people that are really making a difference in the environment are the Ethiopians that are – they're, they're – uh, their country it was one time thirty percent covered by forests. It's now four percent. They're planting three billion over three billion trees this year to change the world to improve the environment. Trees convert CO two to oxygen. They're actually doing something about it rather than flying around the world in private jets, spending corporate money telling the rest of us what to do. I mean, it's astonishing. One group of people, the Ethiopians. They don't have much money. They're struggling. They're making sacrifices to change the world. Then you got a bunch of clowns that want to tell the rest of I mean, but here's the good news about it. The reason I wanted to bring this up is, look, that made headlines all over the world. People were pretty disgusted with barefoot Prince Harry, you know, giving a political lecture after jumping off his private jet. I mean, that's just absolutely classic. You fly in a private jet, okay, and then you trot out there in your sandals or your barefoot like you're one of every – I mean, just – these people are pathetic. But people are looking at this and they're going, this is embarrassing. We're tired of these type of people. And, and what they're doing is there's people fundamentally changing the world for the better out there. And, and and people are starting to see that. And they're starting to see these people that really are trying to do nothing more than further their political agendas. And so things really good are happening. Look, I think in the world things are starting to improve. I think people are seeing through all this stuff. We're making progress with China. I know it's a tough battle, but there's no one else that could have done this with China except for Donald Trump. So that's good. Our economy is holding up better than any economy in the world right now. We have 3.7% unemployment. We just got 162,000 new workers. Things are good. The markets you got to be a little cautious on. We're making a, a, the shift from the financial economy where everything is based on stock prices to the real economy where it's jobs, plant, and equipment. So things are doing better, but you have got to have your risk plan in place with this stock market and, and be very careful with your retirement. You want to be cautious in here. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And you can sign up for a free appointment. Or just sign up for that free newsletter. It's free, and we write this to try to help you out with saving investment ideas in the world. It's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, 
remember the motto, save aggressively, invest conservatively. And until then, I have everyone. I hope everyone has a great weekend and it's a gorgeous day out there and go Astros. Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.